previously on Get Cancelled. First of all, I would like to let everyone know that we have been officially activated. And when you're activated, you are drunk and you've probably smoked some weed. I'm mic'd up and the world is going to hear this. I'm like, okay, which is so ironic because usually I'm like, why do people out there, these people on Instagram and TikTok and whatever, they're sharing their personal business with everybody. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I don't know you. I don't need to know all of this personal shit about you. But here I am truly believing I'm doing God's work. (laughs) Warning. What you are about to hear is not for the faint-hearted. This is their cue to stop listening. It's time to stop giving a fuck about offending every retarded cocksucker and little bitch pussy. For every asshole twat and chode, the cunts of America will continue to make jokes with the freedom bestowed upon us by the First Amendment. We will no longer be afraid to piss off the woke bastards. In the words of the great Joan Rivers, just lighten the fuck up. These are just jokes, you assholes. Dude, the mind, we don't even know what we can do with our minds. I mean... Think about the placebo pills. Like, you think it, you can create it. I mean, that's the same thing with orgasming, though. That's the power of the brain, baby. <laughs> like, there's some orgasms you're like, all right, I'm going to have, like, the best orgasm of my fucking life, and it's going to happen. And you just will it to happen with your brain, and it yeah. is. Okay, so here, for me, no, I can't. What? Think, no, girl. No, I can't do that. If I try to make it happen, that sets me into my head of, like, you trying to, to do make mushrooms. something happen. I love mushrooms. <laughs> I fucking love mushrooms. So, like, I don't like to necessarily be, like, I have to come right now. I just like to let it happen, Mm, you know? So, like, if someone tells me, like, all right, baby, I want you to come. I'm like, ah, the pressure. It's oh, yeah. biting my nails. Okay, you know, like okay, it yes, just, yes. I don't do well under pressure, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm good in stressful situations, but like if all of a sudden I find like the spotlight on me, too much blood floods to my brain. Just in the lights. And I can't. <laughs> <laughs> just in the lights. How is that not like a <laughs> boys to men song or something? Mm. Going back to lights and lighting, there are different types of wattage. And if you are under those iridescent Mm. overhead, Satan himself built those lights. Nobody likes overhead lights for sex. Nobody likes it. Lamps and warm, dim light bulbs. It doesn't necessarily have to be candlelit. Just, you know, put that baby on a dimmer and just like dim it down. Yeah. No fluorescent, no overhead lighting, no daylight bulbs. It's got to be warm. Yes. You know, I really feel like we're doing God's work right now. Yes. You're welcome, everybody out there. (laughs) What is the statistic of how many women have actually been assaulted or raped? Oh, we're going... Oh, 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 sorry. (laughs) Bringing it down here. I don't know. I just know that it's more common to be assaulted by somebody that you know versus that you don't know. And I do think there's different levels of sexual assault because here's another thing. So for me, when the guy got me really drunk and took advantage, he really wasn't drinking. And Mm. I didn't realize Mm -hmm. that. Like I noted it in the beginning, but then I was too busy having fun that I just didn't really. I was like, fine, maybe this guy doesn't really drink or whatever. But he wasn't drinking because he was focused on getting me drunk. And you know That's how I feel like it was. I have that exact experience. And it's... Before I had alcohol in me, I was like, I don't want to go past a certain point 
And then when he asked me to go past that certain point, I was already wasted yeah. out of my mind. And I, that's not a proper answer. Yeah. Especially setting that boundary ahead of yes. time. If you're in college and the guy is equally as drunk as the girl, then what happens? Like, then mm. what is that situation like, right? Because I do think in college, everyone is partying. And yes. so just as much as the guy is... He can't consent either. You know what I mean? Legally, he's yeah. fucking wasted, especially if they're drinking underage. Mm-hmm. Why is it always falling on the guy? Yeah. There's so many extenuating circumstances that happen. The thing is, there's no real way to corroborate that unless you lived it or were yeah. there. That's why there's all that fucking he said, she said bullshit. But I do think that we have to remember, we can't just be like, all men are guilty. No, no, yeah. Persecute everyone. Guys can also be in a situation that they're not legally able to give consent to anything. But see, sometimes they want to get to that point. And I I can say that because confided in me that he used to get to that point. Of blackout drunk, you mean? Yes, to have sex with somebody. That's yeah. different than what I was saying. Like, just drunk in general, not mm-hmm. not necessarily blackout drunk. That goes to the point where there's a lot of people in this culture who do things in excess. They yeah. drink in excess, party in excess. Party, shop, drugs. They also study in excess because they, they want a good grade. The workaholic situation. Yes, absolutely. There are people who are holics in general. They just do whatever they're doing in excess Mm -hmm. beyond most people's consideration. And I think as a society, there's better compulsions and addictions than Mm -hmm. other ones. Yes. But I do think they both can have a very draining result on the individual. Yes. Yeah. It's good to acknowledge that there's all of that shit with guys and college. Yes. You know, I, I... just to like kind of go on the topic I'm of college. I'm glad I'm past that. <laughs> I would not want to be in college in this climate. God, no. Could you imagine? No, not at all. All I can think about now as I see what's happening in the world is how carefree and how much freedom and ability I had in my younger years to find myself and experience things in a way that's like not going to come back to get me. Yeah, because not everybody had a camera on their phone. Honestly, so when I was in college, you brought a camera. It wasn't a camera phone. It was flip phones. And like you could sort of do a picture, but it was shit. Yeah, so you oh, would just absolutely. bring your own camera. But it was something that was more deliberate. But most people weren't bringing cameras around No, with to them. parties. No, no they're having fun. They were living in the moment. Living in the moment. Like, I had the freedom to make mistakes and behave however. I'm sure if there were people who were recording stuff back then, that there would be footage of me being mean, doing something fucked up, stupid, because I was a young fucking stupid asshole, because, like, most youngins are. I would just have video of me being blunt. Blonde? (laughs) Blunt. Oh, blunt. My entire family knows me as being extremely blunt. Mm -hmm. And I was the blunt child out of four children. And so if anybody said something, it was usually me. (laughs) Because they would always have the willpower to, you know, not say it. And I just had no willpower and just said what I... You felt compelled to say it instantly when you saw them. Yes, It's almost like they didn't even have to ask you. You would just I would just say it. Yep. Yep. (laughs) 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 I oftentimes find myself behaving that way and I I'm like it's happening I'm saying it even though I know that you don't want to hear it or there's really no and reason I can't stop myself say from saying either I'm sorry myself, yeah. but I'm not sorry mm-hmm. I've gotten a lot better at it mm-hmm. um in you know the past decade of my life well with age comes wisdom yes I have a very strong filter now but I I still say things in my head, and if my mouth doesn't say it, my facial expressions say it. 
<laughs> I've definitely done that before. You just can't help it sometimes. Yeah. I've actually called my father out on stuff lately. What do you mean? So I... Sure. Army brat. So, like, we never called my dad out. Ah, yes. Okay, so we're speaking with an army brat right now, which means that you are a military child and you would move a lot as a child. being stationed in different places around the world in the States. That's a hard life. Yes. You know, and so dad in the military, very strict, conservative. Nobody talks back to dad. If dad wants something done, you do it immediately. And as I've gotten older, I've gotten more vocal, Mm -hmm. I guess you could say. So, like, two years ago, I was home. My dad was saying some stuff that wasn't so nice. And I just flat out said, Dad, you're being an asshole. Oh, shit. (laughs) And my dad just, like, blew up and was basically like, you don't have to be here if you don't want to be here. The door's right over there. (laughs) But you literally said asshole? I called him asshole. That's fucked, man. He's a military guy. But he was being an asshole. If he was a cartoon, steam came out of his ears. (laughs) Like, for someone like that to hear that word from their daughter. Calling them. And you live. To tell the tale. It was only because other people were in the room. <laughs> he had witnesses. There was My witnesses. mom was there. <laughs> what was the interaction like the next <sighs> time you saw him? My dad and I have always butted heads since high school because mm. I was the one to like always be a little bit more vocal than the others. <laughs> So we always dashed and, heads. And it's four sisters, so that's yeah, a yes. lot. Four girls, I'm the third girl, and I'm the one with the mouth that says things. <laughs> In high school, I wouldn't talk to him for a week. It would drive my dad crazy. Are your parents still married? They're still married. Wild. Married since 1974. Oh, my God, that's so cute. Almost 50 years. <laughs> God bless them. Yeah. They've been through a lot. Um. But I wouldn't say anything for my dad for a week if we got in a fight. Of course, you know, conservative Catholic family. When it came time to church on Sunday where he would shake people's hands in the Catholic service, at that moment, everything would be forgiven between me and my father and we would talk again. Interesting. (laughs) Yes, very interesting. It was like a renewal. Yes. Since I don't really go to church with them anymore when I go home to visit. it's. <laughs> but uh, let's just say later that night my dad was still talking to me. He's, he's yeah, moving Yeah, because at the end of the day, he loves you. You're his daughter. He's angry, and eventually he'll get over it. You know, yeah. like, he's a fucking military guy. He knows how to let things go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know? <laughs> yeah. I know he's experienced a lot. There's a lot of questions that I don't want to ask my dad because I don't want to know yeah. the answers yeah. to. You and I have talked about military and touched on what's going on with our military today, all of this wokeness with the military. It does make me nervous. Extremely. Military is a specific type and group of people that are able to do things that most people don't do. And I think it's good that we channel these types of people for good, you know? Because I always feel like there's that fine line between criminal and police officer. Yeah. Also, murderer, surgeon. Like, at the Mm. end of the day, surgeons, you're cutting into flesh and, like, fucking around with shit. Oh, God, yeah. For sure, you could have been a serial killer. You just happen to be a surgeon. Use that power for good. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I just think that what we're doing in terms of the military is making us so weak, mm-hmm. so vulnerable. It's all so nonsensical. Yes. China and Russia are laughing. They're just waiting. Oh, they're totally laughing. They're waiting. And I feel like this was almost like a master plan. Mm -hmm. It's like plant some fucking seeds and they will implode. And we're imploding right now. It's this fucking ridiculous generation. Mm -hmm. 
we really have to start speaking up because this type of nonsense is so emotionally based. I find wokeness to be very emotional. Extremely. I was talking with my brother-in-law and he basically said hard times make hard people and soft times make soft people. I so love if you think that. about it, the greatest generation. What did they live through, right? Stuff we can't even imagine. No. And they they kept it all to themselves yeah. and still went about their day. They persevered. They didn't sit there and whine about it. They're like, I'm going to do the best I can in mm-hmm. this situation. My grandfather was a POW in World War II. He got you know wow. captured in Germany. What? Oh, wow. yeah. His best friend who he got captured with was Jewish. His friend got sent straight to the what? gas chambers. My grandpa wasn't a Jew, thank God. And so he, he managed... <laughs> No. So like, like I, I'm sorry. No I, I love, I love Jews. <laughs> but in that situation, yeah, that's oh my a problem. God. Yeah, my grandpa got spared, but then had to live in a concentration camp. He just wasn't killed. Yeah, but he was still like he you know, never talked about it. He still suffered and was probably tortured. And, oh, beyond you know, like means. the way he lived was subhuman. They didn't yeah. take care of those camps. He was six two. By the time his concentration camp got liberated, he was under a hundred pounds. Oh my God. He barely made it out alive. Uh huh. The only reason why he says he got out alive was because he ate one of the guard's cats. That's like the only story he ever told was, oh yeah, we ate a cat when we were in in camp. And like he would only eat steak well done because if they were to get meat, it would be rare beyond belief. And And also the meat that he was getting was shit meat. So Uh you would want to cook it all the way to kill everything. The raw it was, the more germs it had. And he would refuse to eat potatoes. Did he have too many potatoes? That's all he ate. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's all he ate. And like that's that's all I knew growing up about his experience from that. Thank you for sharing this thank you for allowing me to oh my god no this is so fascinating and i i just feel like history is so important if we don't acknowledge it we're doomed to repeat it and i feel like that's sort of what's happening right now but in a new way that's why i still appreciate the liberal arts majors who love history so much because they know what has happened and they don't want it to repeat itself but here's the thing sorry to cut you off but books everything is becoming so virtual Mm. and there's no hard copies of anything coupled with the fact that people are changing the language and what Mm. the language means and words in general doesn't mean the same thing it used to and on a dime it turns so quickly before the internet everyone had to decide this is what the word meant and we're printing this in this dictionary you Mm. had to buy it Mm -hmm. you didn't have access to it unless you had money to purchase it and this is what all of the words meant and so as words evolved which they do naturally it was a progression over time a long period of time a long period of time as people got knowledge and there was more access to information but now with everything being virtual you can change it without anyone else signing off on it Mm, like wikipedia exactly i had a guest on who did not believe that anyone could go in and change wikipedia (laughs) she didn't believe me i was like yes so that's what i mean and also when you google something it's different depending on where you are, different results show up. So how do we know what's real anymore when things are being catered to us? To play devil's advocate, though. Yes. The Bible, the Old Testament, it's all translations of translations, and it's all based on what that person perceives certain meanings to be from other languages. 
So if somebody's reading something in Hebrew, Mm -hmm. they take the translation to mean what they see it as and not necessarily what it encompassing means. So like they can change translations to turn the favor. Is it like telephone? Yes. It's exactly like telephone. So they turn it to be in more favorable. Yes. Try that one more time. (laughs) (laughs) They change it to be in favor for whatever their beliefs are. Yeah. And not necessarily yeah. more of a universal thing. So, like, if I have gone back to Catholic Mass with my parents, things have changed in the way that Mass is now said because they've gone back and retranslated things to mean a certain way from a new translator. So it, it's all in the eyes of the beholder. And it's also your schema. Whatever life experiences you have growing up shapes you. Absolutely. So you're going to interpret things based off of mm-hmm. your life experience. Absolutely. Therefore, you know, every interpretation of the Bible is very different. And I've said this because I've studied many different religions, and that's why Islam is very cool, because the only thing that's the Quran is in their language. Anything that's translated, it's the translation of the Quran, but it's not considered the Quran. Interesting. It's the total antithesis of the Bible, because the Bible is the translation of a translation of a translation. And I I know I probably am making a lot of people upset by just saying stuff like that. No, no, no. Like, honestly, it's really interesting. Like, I don't know a whole lot about the Bible. Um, I think it's really complex. Absolutely complex. I do feel like there's this, in American culture right now, there's sort of this weird hatred towards Christians more so. Oh, God, yes. But like Catholics too, but especially Christianity. It's so funny because I grew up in a Catholic household Mm -hmm. and I'm more spiritual than anything. If I were to go back to many of the places where I grew up, I'm considered weird because I'm not of like a specific faith. I'm more spiritual. I, I feel very conflicted with all of this stuff because I grew up around religion. I did not grow up religious Mm -hmm. so religion didn't affect me in a negative way if anything all that I took from religion was good qualities my main golden rule the golden rule you know it absolutely that is is my main takeaway which is what everybody's takeaway should be is love your neighbor like yourself and like treat other people how you want to be treated that should be the takeaway Mm -hmm. to anything it doesn't have to be religion specific yeah it's just life it's just being a good person having a moral compass Mm -hmm. I think we're forgetting about the moral compass but I also find it ironic because America is supposed to be a sanctuary to all religions and all things you're not supposed to persecute people because of their religion and that's However, why we, we came here, because people were fleeing being persecuted mm-hmm. in their, their other country. Now it's happening to Christians. You can't talk about other religions, but for some reason it's Our religion okay. religion in general. For some reason it's okay to shit on Christianity. Mm-hmm. And it is complex for me because there's been a couple times where like I've been around Christians and like yeah. in a Christian setting, a church thing or whatever. I, it's, it is weird to me. I don't know why. It does make me uncomfortable, even though I did go to temple, mm-hmm. but it was just different. And we only went to temple twice a year on the high holidays. You're so, a holiday. As a Jew, like those two holidays, the high holidays, mm-hmm. they're incredibly important. So, you know, I was partially exposed. It wasn't yeah. every single week or whatever. But I don't know why it it did make me feel uncomfortable. Even though I know they're good people, they were just being positive or whatever. But 
I can't explain it. That that's the thing is a lot of people they just feel uncomfortable Mm -hmm. talking about things, and then they use that as an excuse that they don't want to talk about it and shut down. Versus they should be open to discussion to hear other people's thoughts. And theories, not just to suffice the other person, but just to hear other people's opinions. And I think that's important. To To not have a dialogue. Yes, and not shut down other people's opinions, but to hear what other people have to say. And I think that's not happening in this atmosphere. Yeah, and in this crazy culture that we're having, 100%, I agree with that. I think it's so important. And I, what did you just say? (laughs) (laughs) It's good to hear what people have to say and not shut, shut the other side down even if you don't agree still listen yes dialogue is so important also people are multifaceted they're more than just one thing you know you can't look at someone learn something about them Mm -hmm. that you don't like and decide that they're a bad person that's so shallow because it's still not in the end respecting the golden rule because you wouldn't want to be treated like that either yes because i don't know what thought i have is gonna piss somebody else off exactly i mean i'm assuming a lot that's why i do this show (laughs) nobody likes overhead lights for sex new episodes dropping every wednesday